is episode 22.2, the New Year's special. Talking about the year that's next to this one. It's the new one. Welcome to Brose. I've been a bad, bad girl. I've been careless with a delicate man. <laughs> my name is Matt Casnell, and joining me as they always do are my bros in Rose. Uh, to my left, Mr. Sean O'Brien. Hello. To my right, Mr. Rich Sweeten. Uh, happy New Year. Hi. And across from us, reporting live from uh, Nakatomi Plaza, Tim Hansen. What's up? What's going on, everyone? Happy yeah. New Year's. Happy New happy, Year's Eve. Happy New Year's Eve. Eve. Happy New Year's happy Eve. New Year's. Yeah, yeah. There was almost coffee all over your laptop. <laughs> so uh, full disclosure to the listeners of the Brose podcast, we had the official Brose Christmas party uh, this past weekend from when we were recording. And uh, the morning after, uh, we had uh, a couple people stay the night and we had a couple people come over after. And uh, one of our, our friend of the show, former guest of the show, David Bennett, decided uh, that he, I forget, he had not heard the song Criminal by Fiona Apple in like a decade. And so he asked Alexa to play Criminal by Fiona Apple. And then uh, we we played the song Criminal by Fiona Apple. And then uh, Tim Bolger said, well, there might be other Fiona Apple songs that you like. And so Bennett said, Alexa, play Criminal by Fiona Apple. (laughs) And then we played it four times (laughs) that morning. At minimum. At, At minimum. at At what volume though? Uh, six. If I have, if I had my druthers, it would have been six, but it was probably at seven because uh, Bolger kept uh, Bolger and and Bennett kept cranking up the volume. But anyway, so we were listening to a lot of Fiona Apple, and we were feeling like some kind of way on a Sunday morning. But uh, hey guys, happy Happy New Year's Eve! Happy New Year's Eve! We happy did New it, Year's man. Eve! We survived another year on the planet Earth. Oh man! And another year we the did it. Podcast. Twenty twenty is gonna be rough. Lit. It'll be fun. It's gonna be lit AF. Let's go. Uh, yeah, it's gonna be an interesting year. I'm uh, ready to just be tired all the time. <laughs> it's gonna be a lot every day morning. Waking Is this up, real life. W- waking up, reading the news, and then just uh, and then, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but you, uh, I'm not gonna ask it. Go ahead. <laughs> I, the thing is, I think a lot of the like, what are we gonna do in New Year's? We're gonna address a lot of these during the questions. Yeah. Uh, so we're gonna have a lot of New Year's themes here. But hope you enjoy your New Year. We're actually counting down here at the Brose Podcast. Uh, so it's gonna be just like those Facebook memes where it's like, if you watch uh whatever episode of Friends starting at eleven forty one, they'll count down with you at midnight. So we're doing the same thing here. Uh, so we will we'll give you instructions later on on when exactly to start this episode of Brose. And if you start it too late. Uh, your iPhone will blow up. Yeah. I actually think Eagle there boom. is a uh, Friends episode where they have a cold open of New Year's Day. Is there? Yeah. Uh, so I think it's like if you okay. watch it within two yeah. minutes before New Year's. I always love those where it's like, uh, oh, it's like if you watch it at this time, if you watch uh, episode four of the Star Wars, the Death Star will blow up when it says <laughs> Happy New Year. Well, yeah, it's uh, if you watch, I think it's starting at 10 f- 10.35, I think. If you watch uh, Die Hard, it's starting at 10.35. Yeah. Um, uh, Hans Gruber will drop at the same time the ball drops. Uh, <laughs> nice. Excellent. Uh, so anyway, we hope you are enjoying 
your New Year's Eve uh, and, and ringing it in with the Brose podcast. We appreciate all of you listening. Uh, please listen to us and subscribe to us, uh, whether you're with family or friends at the holidays. Tell them about our show because it's fucking great. Uh, and you can listen to it on like every major podcasting platform, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, SoundCloud, TuneIn, and everywhere else refined podcasts are bought and sold. Uh, now, while you're doing that, your friends may ask you, what the hell is this show even about? And this will be easy for you to answer because the premise Dang. of the Brose podcast <laughs> is to answer questions from you, the audience, about life, the universe, and everything. And if you have a question you'd like us to answer on the show, email it to brosequestions at gmail.com. That's brosequestions at gmail.com. Before we get to those questions, though, uh, we're all drinking one kind of wine tonight. It's because strange. we got it as a gift uh, from friend of the show uh, slash significant other slash wife uh, Martha Dietz uh, who provided us. <laughs> She's a significant other and a wife. Who's she the significant other for? You're allowed to have multiple titles. <laughs> you go out on dates. Um, <laughs> do we? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you what to do with your marriage, but maybe I'm going to go out on a date. Tim, it's me. It's actually okay. Yeah. yeah, I'm cool with that. Rich is Rich is actually the significant other. I messed up the name. But anyway, we're all drinking Prancer and Vixen uh, White Zinfandel. Uh, would anyone like to discuss uh, their thoughts on the Prancer and Vixen White Zinfandel? It's a delicious, sweet cranberry wine that I really enjoy. Okay, it is very is very sweet. Uh, it, it's it's nice and bubbly. It does taste. Sean, I think in the last episode you mentioned that it tastes sort of like a, like a canned cranberry juice, and it I, does. I I. I completely agree with you on that. It's very tasty, very good, like dessert type of wine. Yeah, good Christmas dessert wine. Excellent. Yes. Or, Great for the holidays. Or New Year's. Yeah. Depending on when. Or, yeah. or the week after New Year's. Or yeah. President's Day. That's a good one. Arbor Day. <laughs> Huge Arbor Day. Arbor Day. Tim, what are your thoughts? Uh, it's definitely grown on me. It is very it is very uh, fruity. It's delicious. I think what, what was throwing me off is it the mouthfeel. It just feels lighter physically than most wines, so it just feels like I'm not drinking wine, and I got confused. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Not full-bodied. But it is It is good. <clears throat> full-bodied mouthfeel is what you're going for. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Excellent. I guess that's what I'm missing. Yeah. You All either right. get that full body, or you get the dryness in your mouth, and I'm getting neither, and I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Mr. O'Brien. Yes. You have an envelope of questions in your hand. I do. I have an envelope of questions with two Christmas trees on the front. This, Hell yeah. This one, similar to the Broadway special, uh, these questions were provided by Santa Claus himself. Aww, oh, Santa. Santa. To Brose from Santa. The gift that keeps on giving. What is our first question, Mr. O'Brien? That's a great question. <laughs> <laughs> Kaboom. Um, this was submitted by listener Amanda Hastings. What takes up too much of your time? What takes up too much of your time? Work. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, I I can understand that, but laundry. Hmm. Not yes, specifically laundry takes up too much of my time. I wish it took less time to do laundry because I need clean clothes. But it takes with four people in the house, it takes mm-hmm. an mm-hmm. eternity to clean, fold, and put away that many clothes. Yes. Yeah, it's a it's a big yeah. time suck. Mm-hmm. Mm. And obviously, I mean, work is. Also, an easy answer. Hmm. For, yeah, I would say driving to and home from work takes too much of my time. Hmm. It shouldn't be as long as it is. How how many miles are you from your office? Um, I don't really know, but not. It should naturally be a 15, 20 minute drive, mm-hmm. which is usually about a forty five minute plus drive. Sometimes. Mm-hmm. 
traffic in the morning is brutal. Yeah. I think mine is probably fucking around on my phone. Like, just idly fucking around on my phone. Um, where it's like, you're just sitting around, it's like, oh, could, I, I have the next thing on my to-do list, but you're just like, eh, let's reset Twitter, see if anybody's talking about the Sixers. And then, you know, spend like three minutes doing that. It's like, I, I'm not doing anything. Like, I'm not considering, <laughs> like, I'm not, this isn't even entertaining. I'm just doing something. So, probably just idly screwing around on my phone, like, reset, like, especially, um, if it's like right after something major and like a sporting event has happened or like in the middle of the Sixers game, I'll just be like doing this. I will, ca- I will like once in a while catch myself like doing this and be like, oh, the game is on. And I've got yeah. the game on here, but I wanted to see like there's a great dunk. So I just kept scrolling to see who, what people were saying about the dunk. Like dunk, 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 dunk. <laughs> uh, so do you, that, dunk? Okay. do you dunk, bro? Uh, so yeah, probably idly like refreshing Twitter or Facebook. Mm-hmm. So too much of that. The laundry one is really good. I've had I've had a lot of discussions uh, with a uh, friend of the show, David Bennett, on like how much money we'd spend to never have to do laundry ever again. <laughs> yeah, and well, the number gets much, higher. How more. much would you spend? Because I've I have discussed this question. Fifteen thousand dollars. Fifteen thousand. Actually, pro- possibly more because we did the math on this, and if you, it was like from from here to the re- for the rest of your life, uh, the number of hours that you would save and like the the like the per hour like rate that you basically be paying to have like. This laundry bot just come pick up your laundry, do it, wait for it, fold it, and everything like that uh, on a unit ba- on a rate basis. I think we got up to like twenty five grand or something like that. Nice. Uh, I will conservatively go with fifteen. <laughs> you know, that's that's a fair price because you got to think about uh, the, uh, laundry inflation when your family grows and such. Oh, of course, more yeah. and more laundry happen. Yeah, yeah, those kids are, are rolled right in there. <laughs> yeah. And think about it. it's it's an it's an economy of time thing. Like this is for the rest of your life. We're all you know thirty years old, except for Tim, who's fifteen. And so you think about it, for the Hello. rest of your life, you know that's so many hours of your time. Like yeah, it's it's a huge expense up front, but it pays for itself by age like forty five, fifty. See, you could just be like me, where I do the laundry and I don't bother folding it. I just throw it onto a a, a bench in my bedroom. So and... maybe your number's a little lower. <laughs> <laughs> no, honestly, I, I would. It. it just doesn't get put away. I would much rather it be folded and put away. I would spend that money. Oh, okay. I just I'm too lazy to do it. Well, so what is what will your figure be? How much money would you spend to never have to do laundry ever again? I think I'd probably go as high as forty. Woo. I still, I, I probably would pay that too. Like you, you can name like any price, and short of like a seven-figure number, I'd be like, mm, you have to think about it. Uh, Tim, what is your, uh, what is your price if you ever do laundry ever again? The whole process, folding, putting it in the wash, putting it away, nothing. A grand, honestly, I Whoa. don't have issues with doing laundry. God, I don't a, mind it. Are you a psychopath? What is wrong with you? Probably. <laughs> the Tim. only thing that I would want to replace because I I never do it, and then when it becomes an issue, I'm like, fuck, why didn't I do this? Is ironing, mm. like mm. ironing nice shirt or dress pants or something like that, or getting them dry cleaned. Like if that specifically, I'd throw up a couple G's. Mm. Okay, but like laundry in general. I kind of find it cathartic, and I enjoy doing it in between getting a bunch of other stuff done. So I like that with dishes. Like I'm just like that because it's satisfying. Like this is clean now; I can use it again. Like I'm fine with the dishes. I will. I will do dishes. Thirty grand to never do dishes on board. (laughs) I'll I'll give you. I'll give you twenty bucks every two weeks. Come to my house, do my laundry. Whoa, Tim, that's a bold offer. Twenty bucks. Twenty bucks, couple beers, on board. Done. Cha ching. You have right. to provide the beers though. I'm already Bingo, giving you twenty bucks. <laughs> He's got to be told to get out of New Jersey yeah. too. And I, gas money. Like, come on now. 
That's what the 20 bucks covers. <laughs> See, this is what you got to position yourself. You got you to get up to like 50 out of him. He's, he's desperate. He just said he paid 40 grand for the rest of his life to never do it again. That's so much money. So but much it's so worth it. Just think about it. You'd be like, oh my God, that's like, <laughs> like how much are your salary every year? But then, or just for one year, it's like, I'm basically not getting paid anymore. But then, uh, oh, but now I never have to do it. It's great. <laughs> Every time you think about it, you're just like, ah, yes. Uh, all right. Sean, what is the next question? And if you'd like to know my total, you have to listen to the Brose bonus episode. Oh, oh, you oh, talked about it? We did. Ben oh. Then it's a bit of that question, and Roy oh. and I discussed it, and Roy had a very similar take to Tim. Wow. Wow. Yes. Jeez. And I don't Roy's remember how much I said, guy. but initially I way overbid. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, Tim, when you originally said a grand, I was pretty much against it. But now that I heard that our guest uh, thinks it's about a grand, I, I, I think I'm coming around to the idea. <laughs> I <have> to say. <laughs> okay. The next question is submitted by listener Reese Salvatore. All right. Uh, so my question. Is it okay to like to dislike someone's art, but still like the artist? This art can be their works, as in paintings, sculptures, music, or poetry. I find myself liking certain artists these days, but not particularly their works, and I'm conflicted. Your thoughts? It seems like the opposite problem that presents itself a lot, where it's like you find a problematic like musician usually or an actor or something and yeah. you're like you really enjoyed their work but you're like oh geez they seem like kind of a creep you know behind the scenes i feel that way the the one the people the one i'm most conflicted about all the time in that way is uh brand new because mm, uh jesse lacy was is a piece of garbage it mm-hmm. seems yeah and was doing some weird stuff with uh young fans yes but and the music uh, is good exactly yeah. and holy it, shit and, and, yeah and when i was when i was it was it meant so much to me when i was growing up and I find myself more conflicted about that than pretty much anything else. Like mm-hmm. Louis C.K., I'm like, I'm okay not, you know, not supporting him. And like, even even Michael Jackson, I'm like, maybe you don't. He was a, like, <laughs> let's let's like, I'm okay yeah. with not getting into that. But like, for me, Brand New was so important to me as mm-hmm. a teen that it's really hard to like be like. I'm never gonna listen to that again. Cause yeah, fuck that dude. And it's hard. It is hard. It's like you said. The, the music is so good, and it was, it came out at such an early time, like a, a info, like a. a we're, we're we're so moldable as 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 teenagers, and so you know this is the perfect time of our lives to have that music. Uh, but then like you know me versus Maradona versus Elvis comes on where he's talking about like manipulating this <laughs> this girl he's met at a bar, and it's like oh, great. Maybe we should have known. <laughs> uh, but it's like but when you're a teen, it's like oh man, what a, what a, you know he's he's so open, he's so edgy, he's you know, so is, yeah, he's so in touch with himself. Yeah, no, he's he's self aware. He knows that he's a piece of shit. Um, but but so but but I do th- the way that that question was worded. It seems like Reese is asking it's, the, it's opposite. the opposite way. Yes, so. You like the artist, but not the art. Do you guys know? Do you guys have any examples of this, like in your own lives, where you're just like, I don't really nah. like. The- There's probably a couple musicians that I can't think of right now who I who like think they're probably cool people. Guy Fieri. It, it, that was the first thing that came That's to my Guy mind. Guy Fieri. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I uh, Dave Matthews. Mm. I don't like his music, but he's. If I'm remembering correctly, he's a pretty outstanding guy. I think I have, I have no idea. I, I, will, I will believe he could you. Could be, yeah. 
Like, like I think he's very charitable, and he's, like, mm-hmm. a good guy in that sense. Yeah. And, like, the guy himself, I don't mind. His music, he's fucking garbage. Wakes up in the morning. He wakes up in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Tim, any artists that you like, but not their work? Not, th- not that I can think of. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, I, I, I got nothing. Although I'm saddened by Richie's dislike of Dave Matthews. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's just, it's, it's okay. so boring. You're allowed to be wrong. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Strong Dave Matthews stand in this room. I didn't yeah. realize. It's it's funny because I don't even like him that much, but like yeah. when somebody's like, "I hate Dave Matthews," I'm like, "What is there to hate?" Yeah, but it's, it's, Dave Matthews for me is like a non-entity. Like as far yeah, as art, when he's it's, it's just chill. It's, it's like I, it's an absolute zero. I couldn't care less. Yeah, uh, about his music, it's just there. It's, it's like it's someone saying they hate Jack Johnson. Like yeah. he's just so chill. There's yeah. nothing to hate. It's so inoffensive. Well, yeah. my, my problem is maybe it's not as much his music, like. His music's boring to me. I, I mean, bang, 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 bang. like, come on, like, it's just dumb. Wait, so those dynamic sound changes are boring. But, but it's, <laughs> it's his fans piss me off. So you hate, which bros. makes me not like. Yeah. you hate music. Chads. That's what you In hate. College. Yeah, yeah. So Chad's not even comic. Chad's <laughs> not, it's not even real. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I have a hard time answering this one because I mean. I'm sure there are pe- there are artists or musicians or writers that like I've seen their public like some something they did on Facebook or Twitter or whatever, and I was like, oh, that's pretty sweet. Um, but most of the time, if I'm interested in artists, it's because I think I like their work. So it, for me, it, it, my problem has always been the opposite, where it's like I, you know, we were, it's like the milkshake duck thing, where it's like you know somebody does something great and it's like we regret to inform you that the duck is racist, uh, and you know we you find out that whatever whatever you happen to like online, somebody has done something shitty. Uh, so I, I always have the opposite problem. For the other one, I I don't really I don't really log it uh, as a, like I don't really log the the entry as an artist unless I actually like their work because that's the reason I'm interested in them in the first place. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, uh, well, I, I have no I have no good example. Sorry, Reese. <laughs> yeah, well, so I will also say Guy Fieri. Guy Fieri. <laughs> Fieri. Fieri. And yeah. uh, there's also there's a YouTuber named uh, who goes who goes by Mr. Beast, mm-hmm. and I don't like his content. I think it's stupid. Yeah, and, and I don't I like it. It it's mostly it seems like it's just flexing. However. He recently, along with a bunch of other people, started a campaign. I think it's called Team Trees. Yes. To yeah. to plant two one million trees. That's the goal. And every every dollar you donate is one tree planted. Mm-hmm. And like that's a legitimately great thing. Mm-hmm. And it's good. And it seems like he is genuinely charity minded. Mm-hmm. Even though he, but like the content that he makes is like is not great. I don't think so. I think it's it's I not think entertaining. It's yeah. obnoxious and just like I've got a lot of money, so I'm gonna play these fucking stupid Exa- games. Exactly, I, like ten thousand dollars to whoever takes off the their handcuffs last or whatever. Yeah, like I've I've seen. How long can you stay in this room with your in a street jacket? Yeah. His 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 stuff has come up on my Facebook, and I'm just my biggest question is how the fuck do you have all this money? Hmm. Like he gave away. Like seventy thousand dollars to people on playing uh, Fortnite. Like he donated like yeah. seventy thousand dollars. It was to people who had no one or like there was someone on Twitch. He did a one thing where it was like 
we're going to go to pages that have no one watching it and we're going to donate $10,000 and did it for like 20 people. I'm like, how do you have this money? Yeah. Like, where did this money come from? Well, that's, mm-hmm. and that's the thing is like, I don't think that content is good, but I think that's a good thing to do. Yeah. Like, yeah I don't think that's a bad thing to donate, to yeah. basically donate money to people. Just pay them. Be like, here's some money. Yeah. His, his, I'm on board. His yeah. content isn't great, but he's a great guy. It seems like he's a genuinely, or at least he's aware of, his surroundings enough to be like this is a good thing to do i'm going to do it whether or not yeah. it's just for clout like mm-hmm. kind of is not is a non-issue mm. it's because it's a good thing to do yeah yeah so yeah so I, mr beast I, is my runner-up after guy fieri yeah. who is peak, uh, <clears throat> and i would say if anybody finds out that like jimmy fallon is like super charitable and, and altruistic uh jimmy fallon would be my pick then <laughs> <laughs> i did finally think of one um and it would probably be uh donald glover Interesting. Okay, that's a because that is a flaming hot take. That you like, don't he, like the no, stuff that he makes because he's so, made everything. Uh, Did you know that he actually <laughs> produces the Pro Se podcast? <laughs> so I want to be really specific in that. Like, I think he's a phenomenal comedian. I think he's a great writer. I think he's a great actor. I like the lyrics and a lot of the messages and a lot of his music. It's just that his and there's one or two songs that I like flat out. It's just not necessarily my kind of music. So that's the only person I can think of that, like, I think he's an extremely talented dude and he's a phenomenal guy, but, like, that one section of his many art forms, I'm just, eh. So this Childish Gambino specifically is the one that you seem to be eh about. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like, I, but, like, a lot of the messages in his music, Mm -hmm. I think they're very on point and they're very poignant, Mm -hmm. but, uh, he still puts it down like the family dog. Yeah. Sure. That's all. That's probably one of the songs. Uh, <laughs> I was crowd surfing away. I missed it. That's okay. Uh, any other thoughts? No. All right. That's Mo- dope. 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 Move right along to the next question in the envelope. Uh, this is submitted by listener Amanda Hastings. All right, Amanda. What's your claim to fame? The award winning big, big old bro. dick. <laughs> I mean, Brose. <laughs> uh, claim to fame. I, it probably is Brose. Um, I wrote a I wrote a sports column and a humor column in college. That's people, true. And there, and my face was in the newspaper, so people were like, "Oh, it's a jackass from the newspaper." Because I had the bright idea to wear my hat backwards in my my uh, my newspaper <laughs> profile photo. So for two years, my column would show up with me looking like <laughs> the backwards ball jackass. cap, like a fucking jackass. And it's always something like "The Snuggie is stupid" by Matt Casnell. Uh, so maybe that, and then of course the award winning Brose podcast available on all podcasting platforms. Yeah, yeah. it would be probably Brose and. Podcast, but more brose. Matt, something's on the computer screen. Oh, what about visibly uh, blind? It just means my. Uh, oh, I forgot about visibly blind. Uh, this this just says that my computer is going to explode. Okay. Uh, it it's Boom. it's uh, my my. Uh, I, I signed up for one of those Avast trials, like to clean up your PC, and it's like, oh, it cleans things up. But then it told me my trial was over. It's like, please give us sixty dollars to do this for the rest of your life. And I'm not doing that. No, thank you. So Visibly Blind is my other claim to fame, of course, uh, with with the illustrious lead singer Tim R. Hansen. <laughs> Beautiful music. Lovely stuff. At least stuff. I'm not Tom this time. Not Tom Hansen. No, that's our president. <laughs> yeah. Don't don't disrespect <laughs> our elected executive leader by, attrib- by attributing with Visibly Blind. Uh, the phenomenal uh, rock and roll band that Tim and I uh, started in high school. So good. He is, is strong, man. 
Very strong. We're, we're coming back soon. I promise you. Dark Horse. Dark Horse. Now, Sawhorse. Yeah. Sawhorse. Dark, Dark Horse. Dark, you'll be drinking Dark Horse while we're performing. <laughs> probably. <laughs> uh, any other claims to fame? It's honestly probably Brose is the, is the thing I am most known for. And the thing that comes up the most often by people yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Also, I am followed by Andrew WK on Twitter. That's my other. Hell yeah. <laughs> I think you and I are both. Is it, are you guys followed by Andrew WK on Twitter? No. You should tweet. Just tweet him and be like, yo, follow me and he'll do it. <laughs> should I do it on the Brose podcast? No, that's all right. Uh, yeah, why not? I don't know. We're all about partying. We're all, we're, yeah. Andrew WK. I get wet by Andrew WK was the first CD I bought with my own money. Yeah, yeah. It's I'm a good, followed it by up. Home for Homeless. Home, nice. Home for home. Ooh. <laughs> um. It is. Yeah. It holds up though. It's so good. It's about partying, and that's all it needs. It's. To it's. Be. It's just like it's like if candy were a CD, that's what it would be. It was. It's just like <laughs> straight sugar. And, actually, no. It's, if Red Bull was a CD, mm-hmm. <laughs> would, it, yes. it's. I get wet by Andrew WK. It's so good. The most famous people I'm followed by are Marcus, Marcus in the Darkest, and uh, the Preston and Steve show. Preston and Steve follows you. Okay. Nice, nice. I don't even think I've I don't know about him. <laughs> that's pretty legit, though. But great. Yeah, awesome. Uh, any other claims to fame? I think that's pretty good. It's Brose, yeah. uh, our, our assorted other projects. Um, yeah, I think that, that's really about it. And, of course, being followed by Andrew WK or attempting to get Andrew WK to follow us. Yeah. Yeah, I think there's probably some things I'm infamous for, but I don't know. <laughs> I feel like, I don't know, that might just be my anxiety that, like, I'm like... These people know something about me. <laughs> right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm also infamous for uh, the same sports column that I wrote in college. Sa- same thing. I, I, I was the crazy person. Like when I started writing for the newspaper, I would just Google Matthew Casnell plus Duquesne and see what came up. And there was there was a message board that was like discussing like two of my columns that I wrote. And they were like, because uh, I, I said something like, if you don't enjoy the Duquesne Xavier game, you don't have to come back. And they were like infuriated with my take <laughs> that like students didn't have to come to the game. <laughs> it's like, I don't know, man. I'm, I'm 20. <laughs> what do you want anything. out of me? What do you want out of me, man? Yeah. I know how to use a, a Adobe uh, InDesign, but that doesn't mean that I, my opinions are valid in any way. <laughs> uh, what is our next question? Okay. <laughs> nice. Nice. So. Uh-huh. <laughs> 69? No. Yeah. Hi, guys. What rosés are you most looking forward to tasting in 2020? Cheers from Mount Etna, Sicily. Whoa. Submitted by Ben Spencer. Uh, Dip WSET director, Etna Wine School. And their website is etnawineschool.com. Their Facebook is Etna Wine School. And so is their Twitter and Instagram. ETNA Wine School. So do we know? We do Mr. not Spencer? know these people. Whoa, Mr. A wine school Spencer. just got, uh, oh, got in touch with us to ask about what wines we're looking forward to in 2020. So, well, rosé specifically, which is a great question yeah. that I would like to hear their takes on. Their suggestions for because, us. Because honestly, mm-hmm. I don't think any of us do anything more than finding either a bottle that looks cool, mm-hmm. a funny name, or maybe like the the a, the absolute most we will do is asking someone who works at mm-hmm. the Wine and Spirits yeah. or Total Wine, like, what's good yeah i'm just like <laughs> scanning a rack like i find good scanning a rack for just going like where's the word grenache grapes grenache grapes grenache grapes <laughs> grenache grapes here we go yes yeah. um, oh, there's grenache, no grenache grapes. oh it says pinot noir <laughs> no, no yes <laughs> <laughs> um 
Yeah, that's a tough question. First of all, uh, thank you, Mr. Spencer, for sending in a question to the Brose podcast. And we're very sorry that this is probably not the content that you were expecting. Um, <laughs> yeah. However, uh, you know, I feel like he might have been expecting this. Like, possibly. If possibly. he knows this podcast, he asked, he, 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 I think he's expecting something like that. Like, we don't know. Very possible. Um, so, so I'll say that the ones I'm most looking forward to, uh, are the two that are sitting in my fridge right now, uh, that are, <laughs> that I, that I have purchased just for the occasion. Um, oh boy, I can't remember the name of them now. I, I, I'm, I'm looking to open my palate up. I'll put it that yeah. way. Like, I, I, I'm, I'm looking to, like, we obviously, in the last episode, we learned that we are going on a, a, a wonderful wine and cheese pairing uh, educational tour. That'll uh, be very nice. Which will be a lot yes. of fun. I think that'll open things up. I, I The very limited amount of knowledge I know is that, uh, you know, Pinot Noir rosés with Grenache grapes, I would like to open up my palate a little bit more and, and see what else what else the rosé world has to offer me. Yeah. I I am looking forward to when... A long time ago, I you guys gifted me for the for paternity leave, mm-hmm. uh, Garrus. Yes, and I am very much looking forward to digging into that, that boy. Yeah, but I haven't had a chance where I'm not just like trying to get Liddy a little bit. Right, yeah. right. It's <laughs> tricky. It's a little tricky. Yeah. Yeah. Around the holidays, you just have a mm-hmm. couple of sips of uh, Garrus and see. Yeah, yeah let's know how that is because that one was pretty highly rated. Uh, Rich, Tim, uh, thoughts? Um, yeah, I'm just I'm. It's not even really a rose. I'm looking forward to trying more whites. I've been getting more into like the 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 drier whites recently. I had a dark horse the other day that was delicious. I can't remember what it, what kind of dark horse it was, but it was a dark horse white that I thought was amazing. And so I want to try more other brand, other kinds of 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 wine. Mm-hmm. Rosé specifically, uh, I tend to really, at this point, only drink it on the show. Yeah, yeah, that, that's the other thing is that we drink so much wine and so much rosé when we get together for these sessions that to then go in our free time and be like, more rosé, please. Like, it, it, you want to get inject a little variety into your life. I, I actually think I might want to go through and re find all find a find out what everyone's drank and what they've rated them and find out what the highest rated one for each person was and try it myself Mm, okay okay uh tim do you have any wines that you'd like to try in the new year Uh, i'd like to i mean rosé wise no uh (laughs) i i I think i'm very transparent in that rosé is clearly not where um, i'm very clear this is the rosé is like you do this show in spite of the fact that you have to drink rosé on it yeah correct um But I, I think I'd like to broach more into the broach. field of Pinot Noirs. <laughs> like, I, I, I know I like Pinot Noir, but as far as, like, yeah. what am I looking for, what uh, wineries I prefer, mm-hmm. I've got fucking nothing. I just know if I drink a Pinot Noir, I'm like, this is delicious. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so I guess getting to know what I actually look for in those kind of wines and know what to look for. But uh, looking at Etna Wine School's uh, Twitter, uh, they're on a volcano, so that's kind of cool. That is kind of cool. That is they legit. That means that they, they got a fun. Yeah, so you know the students mean business then because they're going to school in a volcano. Yeah, uh, they're choosing to be there. Yes. Yeah. What's, what's their uh, Twitter handle? At Etna Wine School. Ah, did it say? Yeah, on were the you questions? not listening? Yeah, I said it. I, is I it know. Etna A E T N A or E T N A? And Got it. All right. Not yeah. like the so the insurance like, company. No, Etna is a volcano. Yeah. Uh, yes. All right. Uh, so they're trying to revitalize a uh, what once was a big wine area, and I guess 
stopped. I don't know if that's related to the volcano, but they're trying to bring it back into relevance. Hmm. And there's a book out. There's all sorts of cool stuff. So interested in learning more about that too. We have a chat with uh, Mr. Spencer, one of his students. Yeah, maybe, it is. Uh, I think it's his book, by the way. One of the, one of the most difficult things about this question is to reiterate a point that we bring up all the time. We know nothing about wine. And so we are just winging it all the time. Yeah. And it's, I guess it is a little bit for lack of trying because, you know, you drink the wine and you're like, that's good or bad. Yeah. Like, sure. Yeah. Surely if we sat down (laughs) and, 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 and studied this, surely we would know like, okay, I'm looking for this specific taste profile and everything like that. But there's such a, huge a broad spectrum of wines it's mm-hmm. it is it is intimidating to be like where do i even begin yeah and yeah. if we're spending all our time studying wine you're not going to get our absolutely on point and terrific takes at the end because we're going to spend so much time studying wine how can we possibly cram more takes like sonic 2020 is going to be awesome uh you know if we don't have the knowledge we're not going to have we don't have that kind of bandwidth mm-hmm which I can't wait to hear Roy's take on Sonic 2020 if you asked him. I don't remember. No. <laughs> it was a, honestly, it was a while ago. Uh, what was it, three weeks Forever. ago? Something like that. Yeah. What is our next question, Sean? Uh, our next question submitted by listener Amanda Hastings. Hmm. Uh, Big Amanda show. What are you currently watching or reading? So I'm currently watching Mr. Robot, uh, which is on its 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 penultimate episode aired last night uh when at the time we're recording this the last episode is a two-hour finale that airs uh the sunday before christmas um great sci-fi show uh great psychological type of thriller sci-fi show uh sam ismail does it rami malik who played uh who did um freddie mercury and the bohemian rhapsody uh, this is the show we that he was on before he did that movie. You'll also know Rami Malek as uh, the, the I think the Egyptian prince in the Night at the Museum movies. Yeah, uh, you will. So, uh, but he's he's phenomenal in this show. Christian Slater is really good in this show. Uh, B.D. Wong is an excellent uh, villain in this show. So, a lot, lot of great actors on it, and the 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 twist that the plot is taking the, to set the scene is basically a. It's sort of a combination sci-fi psychological thriller where the the main character is a hacker and he is the the initial premise of the show is that he is trying to ding the initial premise of the show is that he is trying to bring about a like a financial revolution there's this big uh there's this big corporation called E Corp that uh has all that sort of dominates business and currency in this in this world and he hacks them or tr- attempts to hack them to uh, bring you know spread the money back to the people and like crash the economic markets and everything like that but he has like he has split personalities it's 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 a really really cool show mm-hmm. so i'm watching mr robot and i'm reading deep state uh by walter john williams uh which is uh really really good also a uh, sci-fi techie kind of thriller book nice yeah nice nice what about you guys um i am currently i'm watching a lot because actually Season mid seasonal breaks are are on, but I was watching all the CW superhero shows. Crisis on Infinite Earths is so good. Oh, I have to watch it. It is so good. Um, the within the first five minutes, they had all the cameos basically that they had, had mentioned, and Burt Ward's is the best. He's it's straight up just him walking his dog down the road. It's Gotham uh, Earth sixty something because it takes place Earth sixty because it was. Uh, Batman 60s mm-hmm. show. 
and it's Gotham Earth 60 whatever and he's walking his dog and the sky's turned red and he's just holy crimson sky- red sky of death <laughs> and I was like yes that's all I need <laughs> um, love it even they even had a, a a Lucifer cameo from Lucifer show on Earth six six six. Oh, nice! Um, Perfect. Yeah, it it was. It's just it's so good. Um, I'm also watching um, My Hero Academia, the anime. By far, my favorite anime of all time now, and it's introduced my favorite superhero ever. His name is Fat Gum. He's this big, round, chunky die guy, not die guy. <laughs> Who, uh, he absorbs any punches or whatever that gets hit into him. And, um, the more punches that get hit or more, quote, damage he takes, he actually, like, he burns the fat and gets skinnier. Hmm. But as he's absorbing it, he absorbs the energy into his fist and then punches. It's the coolest superpower <laughs> ever. It's so awesome. Interesting. All right. Yeah. All right. My Hero Academia is. One of the best animes of all time, I think. To be honest, I know Tim has mentioned it on several occasions. Uh, uh, it's it's very good. I think that may be too highly rated. But yeah, I can what about Sonic see X? How an argument? <laughs> Sonic yeah. X. <laughs> Tim, what are you uh, watching and/or reading? We're playing. Uh, Martha and I have been watching his Dark Materials on HBO. I want to uh, watch that so bad. What? I want to watch it. Oh, I thought you just said it was. So it shows bad. awful. No. What the fuck, fuck you? I want to watch it. <laughs> so it shows dumb, and you're dumb my too. My Hero Academia. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> you diss my favorite anime. I'm gonna diss your yeah. show. Whatever it is, it sucks. <laughs> and uh, and the Mandalorian, which is oh uh, yeah, I, it's so good. Mm. Uh, like fun. even when you think you know something's coming, which sometimes you can, how it happens and what the result is, it's just, it's it's great. Just quick FYI, Mandalorian's episode this week comes out on Wednesday. Ooh. Isn't it a double hitter? I have we no get idea. Wednesday and Friday? I, I mm. don't know. I just know it comes out on Wednesday. I'm Some excited. people are speculating that it might have something to do with like a lead-in to the new movie. Mm. Who knows? Noted. Noted. Sean, what are you watching? Uh, I'm sorry. I, did, you, did you have something else you want to say to him? I'm sorry. Uh, I was just going to say, that I don't know if that timeline makes sense, but... Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, I am watching. I'm also watching My Hero Academia. It's very good. I wouldn't say best of all time. It, it can be your favorite, I guess, but <laughs> it's fine. It's it's very good. I would recommend it. But I'm watching that. I'm watching. I'm rewatching The Golden Girls. Uh, yeah. I just finished uh, the second season of Magic for Humans. I need to watch it that. It is very good. It's such a good show. I love magic, and uh, it's it's very good. And uh, I was watching something else, but I don't remember what it was. I just finished Silicon Valley, which is a great... Oh, okay. I've uh, heard that's good. It, yeah. It just it just finished. The finale was last week, I think. Mm. Or as this airs, like three weeks ago. And then uh, I'm reading the second volume of the Doom Patrol comic... With which was Grant Morrison's run in I think the eighties or early nineties, very good. Which is what the TV show on DC Universe was based on. Okay. And then I'm also reading uh, Neil Gaiman's book um, American Gods. I'm like halfway through that. Nice, nice. Yeah. Gods. It's good. Everything yeah. is good. Just there's so much content. I know. Yeah. It's, it's it's hard. It, like it just parse out. Like you know, I, I've I've got one ish shows that I watch on a regular basis. Like Mr. Robot. 
There's the, then, the Good Place is the only good show pl- the that good I place watch and then Rick and as Morty it comes out. Like Rick and Morty, I, like I've watched the new episodes as they've come out. Um, they've been they've been fine. Uh, but uh, I've but watched any of them. They're 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 okay. <laughs> like it, it, they're they're not touching previous seasons so far, but they're pretty funny. Um, but yeah, it, the the thing is, like by watching just like two or three, you're still like, well, okay, I you know I haven't seen The Mandalorian yet. Uh, I've seen a couple episodes of like Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Uh, but like every classic TV show from the last like 15 years, it's like yeah. you only have like you only have so much time. Like yeah. where, where does everybody I, find the time to watch all this? I haven't shit? watched Breaking Bad because yeah. I don't have that kind of time. I don't I, have an hour. No, I don't yeah. like a full week of time. We finally watched Stranger Things like and finished it like a month ago. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just watched Bob's Burgers and the last season of uh, The Last Man on Earth. Hmm? Just finished watching this. Yeah. yeah. So much stuff. I love yeah. it. It's and it's and there's it, no point in good... watching new TV when it's always sunny. It's available on Hulu. And you <laughs> right. watch all the old episodes. Yeah, it's also so. it's also nice because it's uh, there is no it's there's no um, lack of quality. Everything mm-hmm. is good. Yeah. Not, yeah, it's that's not true. But there's so much good stuff yeah. that it's impossible to keep up with it all. And 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 because everybody's interests have become very segmented, like there is a show for every little bitty interest that you might have. If you want like a crazy thriller about computers, you've got it. If you want a comedy about a, a Jewish woman in the fifties who, who gets cheated on and then becomes a stand up comic and hangs out with Lenny Bruce, you got that too. Like <laughs> that show is very it, good. It's, it's very good. Like, it, <laughs> like, and especially like with, with, with anime or whatever, like, if you have an interest, there is a there is a subset of television show for your taste, and it's it's mm-hmm. and they're all pretty good. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Get on it. I wish there was more time. I know. Time machine coming uh, up. Uh, yeah. How many, many more questions do we? There have? are two more questions. Let's get it on. All right. So we have three minutes and forty seven seconds. By the way, till midnight, everyone. Ooh. <gasps> okay. <laughs> <laughs> what is the absolute deadline for taking down your christmas decorations and also as a follow-up does the deadline matter for outdoor versus indoor decorations this is a very subjective question um i think the i think you should take down your christmas it's the annunciation what's that it's there was like a i remember growing up catholic there was a the annunciation is the before right is the annunciation of that you are going to yeah but that would be are you talking about for putting them up, or is it the question putting them up and taking them down? Okay, yes, yes. It, so the so if the annunciation is before. You're thinking of the Immaculate Conception. Is what, what is the annunciation then? Well, I'm going to look. Okay, at it. <laughs> I thought the annunciation Martha was when the angel Gabriel was like, "Yo, lady, you're going to have a 14th." I don't know if that's the annunciation or the fact that. Um, okay, that's in March. I don't know if it's the Eastern oh, Catholic okay. Church that has what they consider the old calendar. Okay, so like it. The fourteenth is technically what's supposed to be the new year, but not the new. Year. I don't fucking know. I don't know if that's Jan- religious or more like cultural. I got nothing. Yeah, I. So we usually have them down like shortly after New Year's. Um, but there's not like a hard deadline. It's usually like the weekend after New Year's when we have time to like sit down and like break everything down. It's the epiphany. The epiphany. That's what. Okay. So when when is the epiphany? Da, 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 da. January fifth or sixth. January fifth. Okay. So that's like guideline time for when you're supposed to have all this well, stuff well that's that was like i think that's kind of an easy timeline okay because it's two weeks give or take and that's because it is depending on how many you put up it can take a long time it's okay very got it got it got it. time intensive so i think two yeah. weeks after is good okay that's good that's I, good i feel like it's dependent on the kind of decorations you like if they're specifically christmas decorations 
like reindeer or or well, presents yeah, that was, and th- that was take those down after two. But if it's like a wintry decor, like the the yeah. hanging lights, the, like the icicle lights and stuff, they can stay up a little bit longer, maybe because it's more winter decor. More winter themed. Yeah, yeah. But mm-hmm. you want to get you want to get into the uh, the the spring spirit. I think after that, you're trying to bring stuff down to like mm-hmm. in in your brain at least. You're winding. It seem like it's springtime. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's almost spring. You're nearly there. I will say, as a general guideline, like the week, the weekend after New Year's, like you have six more days after Christmas to to enjoy yeah. the holiday. You have your New Year's celebration. This is assuming you have like a traditional work week where you have the weekends off, and that's your time to mm-hmm. do that. Yeah. Um. So you know, this year, like New Year's Day is on a Wednesday. So yeah, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and then bam, like get them, get them down, put them away. There's your time. Tim, thoughts? I don't care. <laughs> I, I personally don't pay you the big decorate. bucks for nothing, Tim. <laughs> I personally don't decorate. It's not really a thing for me of like, oh, my God, I got to do this. Oh, my God, I got to do this. Mm-hmm. I don't care. Right. It's very much a, you want me to put lights up? Okay. You mm-hmm. want me to put the tree up? Okay. You want me to decorate the tree? No dice. That's all you. <laughs> but, like, so I'm just the I'm just the muscle. So, with 15 seconds left till the new year, I just want to say I love you guys. Love uh, you. Love because, you. because we're all going to die you. at midnight. Uh, but but seriously, 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, Six 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Happy New Year! I'm not ready for this. <laughs> it's like the e- the Eeyore remix. I'm not ready for this. Oh no! I did it. Just another day, guys. Uh, we did it. We're did in it. 2020 now. Wow! Can you believe it? Goodness gracious! Everybody, get the champagne that we poured. We did. Uh, yeah. Get your your fancy little flutes out and clink 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 clink. clink. Mm. Good work, everybody. Great job. Happy <laughs> uh, New Year's, listeners. Happy uh, New Year. We got one last question, I believe. We do, right? and it's appropriate. Ooh. The final question. Okay. The, the first final question. The first, well, it's first, first question of 2020. Of oh, baby. What's your New Year's resolution, guys? Oh, boy. The final one. Oh, well, the first one. Um. Mm. So, my New Year's resolution is to... um. Is to get a tattoo. Mm. Um, but um, it is to get a tattoo after I lose about 50 pounds. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. It's, it's I gonna don't put have me... a resolution. It's, it's going to put there, me... There we go. There we go. <laughs> that's allowed. What about, it was, uh, so more of the tattoo. So yeah, that's going to put me at about 280-ish. Okay. Um, and I feel like that's a decent weight, I think. Um, but just in, in an effort to stay healthier and then, and whatnot, I want to get a tattoo as a reward for losing the weight. So I really, I, I'm the only one in my family who doesn't have one. Uh, what I'm going to get. That's about the next next question is you have a design in mind. Uh, I call it Majesticarp. It is, uh... You would. It is a coin. <laughs> you would. <laughs> I've had this... I've had this design in my head for, like, forever. And it is a... It is a... It's a Koi-style Magikarp. But it is more, um... Referencing... Like, it looks more realistic. 
like a koi and less like a Magikarp. So this way, if some non-nerd person comes over, oh, that's a nice koi. But if a nerd comes over, I know that's a how Magikarp. high can it jump? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but it, it, the idea is to have it going <laughs> up my arm, um, with some just little. little other accoutrements to it and stuff like that. So the resolution is ultimately to you sort of have two, which is to get the tattoo, but the tattoo is ultimately the reward for the the, the resolution of trying to lose weight. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Awesome, man. That's a yeah. good one. Yeah. It's that and fix up my house a bit too. Mm, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Uh, Sean, what is your New Year's resolution? I would like to, and this is a generic one, but I would like to get into a good routine with. Uh, exercising mm-hmm. because right now I I have started to go for runs again, but it is incredibly inconsistent, and also I mean part partially because of necessity because I am very out of shape and going for like a mile run absolutely destroys me for like two days. But you know I'm so goes, just man. to yeah. just to keep doing that and probably also lose a little bit a little bit of weight. My um my gastroenterologist. When I went to him, he was like, you need to lose a ton of weight. And I was like, okay. Oh. <laughs> I was like, okay, first of all, rude, but <laughs> thank you for being honest. Nobody asked me. you except for me. <laughs> yeah. Here's my copay. <laughs> <laughs> but he, one of the, a really good piece of advice he gave me when it comes, when it came, when it comes to the weight loss is that, you know, I didn't gain, however, I didn't gain 250 pounds in a year even. Like it's been over the course of thirty years or thirty one years now. Yeah. That so like it's gonna take a long time to get to where you need to go. And it's and that's fine. Yeah. Like, as long as it, you're making that progress every day. And which is like helpful because I think if you don't have that mindset it's easy to get really it's very easy to be defeatist about that kind of stuff. Yeah. When you're trying to lose weight because you're like, I don't I'm not seeing results. It's like, well yeah, yeah. but yeah, <laughs> this is, you're what, starting what's going now. on is the culmination of 31 years chill. Yeah, <laughs> I, I realized that because I, I didn't work out all through college. I just got bigger and bigger and bigger. And then I, I like maybe a year after uh, college, I finally started like paying a little bit of attention to my diet and going to the gym. And it sucked for like a <laughs> couple of months. And then suddenly it's like, oh, you know, this is so bad, you know, like get up in the morning and everything. So I propose a Brose 5K at some point this year. So we got Rich, Rich looking to lose weight. Uh, we got Sean looking to do a little more running. Uh, we got Tim, who I'm going to try and sucker into another run every time. Even though every time we do a event together, he's like, "I'm never doing this again." Uh, I propose to a 5K at some point this year. Doesn't have to be early, but but at some point this year, the, the lot of us get together and do a 5K. Okay. Well, I already, I already bought my admission to another Savage Race. That's true. Tim is already doing a Savage Race, which is like a five to seven miler. So, you know, that's, 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 that's that'll put you in great shape for the 5K. <laughs> we can do like a color run or like one of those electric runs where they're like pulsing music and everything. Mm-hmm. That'd be fun. Yeah. I think I would like to play more guitar. And so I'm going to do the thing where I set like a real unrealistic resolution and quit. Uh, no, so, so um, I've thought about this and maybe. My original thought was it would be cool to like record a song a week and like whether it's a song that I've, I've written or a song that's a cover or something like that. Just my guitar and me and and do that. But more realistic would probably be like two a month. Uh, so like to just sit down either whether it's a song that I know how to play and just like to play to perform or a song that I wrote or a song that I'm learning. Uh, we'll say two songs a month 
um, just to get that that creative juice flowing again, or, or like writing or something. I, I'm I'm still working on it, obviously. Uh, just making it up right now, but I, I like to get that creative aspect thing of things going again. So I, we'll, we'll 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 go with that and uh, see how that goes. Two songs a month. Yeah, and then at the end of the year, you can release the Brose EP. The Brose EP. <laughs> It'll be, it won't even be an EP because it'll be like what. It's actually just a, a double album. It's an LP. Yeah. yeah. It's just uh it's just 24 different renditions of High Fives by Suburban Legends. <laughs> I mean, eventually we wouldn't have to use uh what's his name's uh uh piano. Steven Siebert's music. Yeah, yeah we poor could Steven. just use just your music yeah exactly Matt intro that, that's what we time. need it's, it's more me at the just, front of the show <laughs> just cover his music on the guitar exactly <laughs> uh those are all the questions good resolutions uh everyone except for tim uh <laughs> even that you know like know you know, your, know yourself but resolve, resolve to not be have a resolution yeah i mean i mean we talked about this last year mm-hmm. uh and that i i feel that the arbitrary start date mm-hmm. does less to help people actually ab- like follow through on their goals so yeah, it, it's true. it's just if you're gonna do it do it now don't wait till the new year's yep. yeah because you're gonna wait till the new year's and then give up less than a month mm-hmm. later yeah, so, yeah. That's, that's, that's ultimately the, the case like if you want to make a change in your life it doesn't have to be like dictated by the calendar yeah. it's like you figure that out in september yeah if you want yeah. so my re- my resolution is to continue what i'm doing yeah but like yeah fucking keep and, doing an idiot and Let's i go. think that's that's kind of how it is with all of us like i've started eating healthier and such it's continuing healthier to get to that goal weight to get the mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um uh to get the tattoo matt's is uh he already knows how to play guitar he just wants to play it more yeah get back to get back into it yeah get back to the swing yeah. of things me too yeah man i already know how to not make resolutions i'm just gonna keep not doing Tim's it. continued goal honestly you're a champion you have, <laughs> you have completed your new year's resolution before before yeah. it even we, started like we are 10 minutes into 2020 and you're already done. already killing it man <laughs> i'd like to thank my fans uh tim if people want to see all one of them you want to watch you on twitter not <laughs> if people want to see my you on twitter fans, not fulfilling your resolution yeah uh what where can people find you on twitter at tim r hansen uh, how about you rich at b underscore walnuts and mr o'brien at hey it's sob you can find me on twitter at mcasnell that's m-k-a-s-z-n-e-l the podcast is on twitter at brose underscore podcast or on facebook at brose podcast uh, the podcast can be found on every major podcasting platform like apple podcasts google podcasts stitcher spotify soundcloud tune and everywhere else refined podcasts are bought and sold and if you have a question for the show, email it to brosequestions at gmail.com. That's brosequestions at gmail.com. Special thanks, as always, to Mary O'Brien for compiling our questions, to Shannon Vogel for designing our famous logo, and you can find her work on Etsy.com and at Shannon Vogel Photography on Facebook. And our theme music is When by Stephen Siebert, whose job security is in jeopardy. <laughs> uh, and you can find his work at the Free Music Archive. Uh, Rich, uh, talk to us about your other podcast. Uh, yeah, check out PodQuest. We uh, are recording. I'll have, at this point, I'll have had almost a week off, so I've been playing a bunch of games for Christmas. Oh, yeah. And so we'll probably be talking about that because not a lot of news happens between Christmas and New Year's. Yeah, I co-host the Keystone Coast to Coast Sports Podcast, and I edit the podcast Under Pressure, the hidden story of pregnancy and preeclampsia. Um, at the time that this goes up... There's really only one more episode of that uh, coming out for the month of January, so uh, so be be sure to check that out. It's a great podcast series. Uh, it's a, a little slightly different tone uh, than the Brose <laughs> podcast. Uh, just just mi- just mildly different uh, yeah. genre, but uh, but definitely uh, worth your time and listening. 
Uh, a lot, a lot of great work, great stories. Uh, so that's it. Say goodbye to the listeners, everyone. Bye. Bye. Happy New Year. Happy Ciao. New Year. For Rich Sweeten, Tim Hansen, Sean O'Brien, and the entire Action Moose team. Ooh. My name is Matt Casnell, reminding you to be smart about being stupid. Happy Moo Year. Happy Moo Year. <laughs> Don't Bye. forget about your Moo Year's resolutions. <laughs> mm.